Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Welcome to episode 102 of Smooth Jazz with Drew and Sam. I am Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. <laughs> Sam with Bowser Consulting. Where in the heck did that come from? I have no idea, but it just, I don't know. As soon as I started talking, it sounded like the smooth jazz voice. So it became Smooth Jazz with Drew and Sam. Listen as we bebop and scat through the episode. I think it's safe to say we've got their attention. What uh, <laughs> what, sh- what are we talking about today? I think I want to talk about uh, time machines. DeLoreans or uh, the original time machine from the movie? Oh, wow. That's H.G. Wells' old callback. That's a good one, too, actually. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, there's also a time machine tour from Rush. That was pretty good, where they go back in time on their stage through concerts. That's pretty good, too. Let's call this episode uh, Tangents. Fabulous. I decided on a whim a couple weeks ago now to post in the uh, Facebook group chat. uh, If I were a shift leader today, this is what I would do different. If I were a GM today, this is what I would do different. If I were a supervisor today, this is what I would do different. And I think uh, that's what we should talk about today. And let's uh, riff off of what we would do different. Not so much what is different, because I mean, you know, going from abacuses to computers, that makes it different. No, it's the behaviors. So let's talk about the behaviors we would do differently if we had the wisdom today with the energy of our youth. Wow, that'd be great. Let's start at let's start at the beginning. You are an assistant manager today with the wisdom that you've accrued and the energy that you had in your youth. What are you going to do different? I actually want to go one step like assistant manager or even shift leader like I have a key. I think my first thing every shift every day would be to assign people roles. So tell me more about assigning people roles and why that's important. I would get into whatever their primary job is for the day, secondary and an outcast. And let's say, Sam, you're my driver today because you know we're running one and one and it's a lunch shift. I would still do it. And I would put you down as your primary role is to deliver, which means if there's a run up, what do you do? You take the run because drivers drive. That's correct. And if there are no runs up, then the secondary task for you would be, I don't know, um, handle the front counter, make pizzas, whatever, right? Whatever you're capable of doing would be the secondary task, something that could probably help me out inside a little bit. I probably wouldn't put you on ovens, but let's say, let's say front counter. And then the out task would be that today is the day that we get to weed the parking lot. So if you're not driving and there are no customers, go pull some weeds. Yeah, I got you. So uh, just so you're clear. You've triggered me. Yeah. I'm triggered. Okay. Is that what the kids say today? Fabulous. I'm triggered. It is what the kids say today. And you triggered me with one word. Any idea what that word is? I don't know. I said a lot of words and all of them could be triggering. (laughs) True enough. So you said primary tasks. I love that. You said secondary tasks. I'm a huge fan. And then you triggered me. Oh, I said out task and not side work. Side work because it gets done. But you see how I'm explaining it. it. You're explaining it as side work, which I'm a huge believer. Uh, But the reason it's triggering for me is I've been in stores that had out tasks and they don't get performed until the person is ready to go out. And 
to me that drives my labor up. It drives my delivery efficiency down. It does all kinds of bad things. So I love what you want them to do. It would just warm the cockles of my heart if you would say side side work. Thank you. My cockles are now warmed. All right, cool. Okay, so we got primary, we got secondary, and we got uh, side work. You're going to assign people to do that. So if I am your delivery driver, delivery expert for the day, and I'm coming in for my shift, how are you greeting me once you've made that list? Oh, that's fabulous. I would probably say, hey, Sam, welcome to work. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you asking. Fabulous. Like every other shift you and I have worked. I've got your priority secondary and your side work on the sheet right next to the, the driver computer where you clock in. I love it. If you got any questions, let me know. All right, cool. So and now let's um, let's jump out of that well-rehearsed role play. What do you think the benefits to doing that are for you as the shift runner and for me as the team member? Well, I go back to um, uh, when I was a DCO and I was in the Minnesota Timberwolves locker room. And they had a dry erase board with a half a basketball on there, a half a basketball court. And it had a CFFGG on there. And for those of you that don't play sports ball, that's center, forward, forward, guard, guard. So that's right. $10 million a year players have to be told what their position is each day. I'm just guessing your minimum wage 17-year-old CSR or your 10-hour-a-week driver probably need the same. Yeah, but Drew, my crew's my crew's been a lot around. They know what to do. They they know what the job is. Yeah. So so then why leave it up to chance? Why have people bounce off each other? Why have somebody do the whole somebody get me dough? Or if you got this huge crew, I know years ago, Sam, we used to talk about a good manager is a manager that's horse at the end of the night because you're giving all the direction. Thank you, Eric Arnson. I don't necessarily disagree with that. 25 years ago, when there were five of us in the store, there's not that much direction. When I was in a store a couple weeks ago where there were 19 people on the clock, if you got to tell 19 people where to go every minute and make every decision for them, man, that's a miserable life. If I can follow up on it and make sure they know what it is, they come in from a run. Hey, Sam, what do you, I don't have a run. What are you doing? I'm, I'm at the front counter. Cool way easier than every time the phone rings telling somebody to go to the front counter. And so I think what I hear you saying is we'd still like the manager to be horse at the end of the night, but horse for a different reason, not horse because I'm telling you what needs to be done in the moment horse, because I'm reminding you of what your primary and secondary responsibilities are. And I'm reminding you by asking you, not telling you, Hey, what's your secondary responsibility? Is it done? Did you do it? So we still want to make sure we've got those full lines of communication going. Yeah, I'm with you. And if you think about it, it changes, it changes the dynamic, right? I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm literally asking everyone what it is they're doing. Sam, if they're on the team after two weeks of that, after 10, 12 shifts of that, they're going to hate me asking and they're going to just tell me when they come in the door. Yeah, I think that's true. So let's, let's take it to the next step. Let's answer the second part of the question. Ooh, okay. What is in it for me as the team member if you tell me my primary, my secondary, and my side work? Well, I guess if we assume that everybody shows up at work to do a good job. Let's make that assumption. I can know what a good job looks like. 
because I know where I'm supposed to be. I know what I'm supposed to do if you've assigned it to me. If you've assigned it to me and I don't know how to do that and I'm on the team and you and I have some form of rapport, I'm going to ask, hey, you got me on dough today. Do you really want me on dough? So from the team member standpoint, it allows for growth if they don't know a spot. It allows for a training opportunity, a coaching opportunity, and it allows me as the manager to actually tell them they've done a good job at the end of the night on something Pacific as opposed to something Atlantic. Yeah, because everybody likes the West Coast. It's the best coast. If I know what my job is, it's easier for me to stay busy. I don't have to hear you say, find something to do because you've already told me what needs to be done. I think today's team members want more responsibility. They want a sense of purpose. And they want to feel a sense of accomplishment when they leave. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think that's every team. I get that. But the team members that are towards the front of my bus, <laughs> the ones that I want on my bus, they want to feel that sense of accomplishment. And it's much easier for me to provide that for them if I provide them with a mission. And their mission is their primary, secondary, and side work. Now, you could probably next level this and do a whole like, like one side work for every four hours they're working. So if you got like the eight hour driver, you could probably do two. You could do all sorts of crazy stuff with it. You could do a chart. So you have all the side work you ever need to do, whether it's open, rush, or close. That way you don't miss anything. Like there's all sorts of other layers you could add to this as you get comfortable in your store to make it easier on you and easier on them. But that's the idea here is that, that hey, if you're a CSR tonight, all I want you worrying about is beyond dough. And if there's no pizzas to make, I want you to, a product to make, I want you to slide to, the left and finish everything that you started. And then if it's not that, I want you to prep for tomorrow. Here's the prep list. Let's go. It kind of makes it where to your point, I'm not telling you, is there something you should be doing? I'm just asking, what is it you're doing? What should you be doing? And Sam, I'll be honest. The other part of it, we all want to try and save a little labor here and there. If there's nothing for their primary there's nothing for their secondary and they've done their side work. It allows you to look at them and go, I'm dead tonight. Want to go home? Assuming that you can in the state that you're in. So let me ask you this question. We prefaced this with what would we do different if we had the knowledge we've acquired over our careers, but the energy we had at the beginning. And as we're going through this, I'm starting to think. I never assigned. I, I never assigned a position. I might tell somebody. I never wrote it down ever. I'm starting to think that if I led that way, I wouldn't need the energy I had when I was a kid because the entire team would be rowing the boat in the right direction instead of me trying to grab all the oars, which is what I did as a, as a young general manager and a young supervisor. Same. Yep. Yep. It's pushing instead of pulling, right? Yeah. I can drag them along. Yeah. Or I can, I can run behind and try and keep up because they're taking off. I think the things you laid out as a shift leader would probably work for an assistant manager, would probably work for a general manager. If we're talking about, I mean, if Tom were here, he'd say it's all about handling the rush. And I think what we're saying beyond handling the rush is prepare for the rush. Give them primary responsibilities, secondary tasks and side work 
and you will handle the rush. And my guess, you know, we talked last week about you being in Seattle and dropping those service times by nearly nine minutes. My guess is, and I wasn't there, but my guess is a big part of that is primary role, secondary role, side work. And you and the DO who never put an apron on probably kept reiterating what the primary, secondary, and side work was. That's my guess. Yeah, the manager's a really good manager. She had the store all prepped up and even had the uh, cut, clip, and date going already. Nice. So we were in a good spot going in. Uh, what I helped her with was exactly that. We assigned roles, and then I just played the role of, of human pinball bumper and kept people in their spots. And you're good at that. We also did a, um, a goal box. You could do a goal sheet, but I, I don't know. There's something about a box. Mm-hmm. The difference here is that she had a couple goals for the day, a wait time goal, a load time goal, and a leaderboard goal. The leaderboard goal was to be in the top 10 because when we walked in, we were like 39th, I think. What I coached her on was, you're going to show this to each team member as they come in. You know, we've got like five-ish people here right now, so we can do them all together. Then you're going to ask them what they can do to help any three of those goals. One thing they can do. And it was super cool that, that she assigned them the roles Told them the told them the goals, and then what is it you can do? And the drivers came up with the fabulous thing of you know I can go out to my car because their parking lot's a disaster. I can go out to my car and pull up to the store so as to not waste all that time going out to my car with the order. If you guys can bring it out to me, and one of the CSRs is like I can bring it out to you because I'm on the front counter and I have time usually. The manager said she would do it. Like all of a sudden, all this good stuff started to happen. Let me jump in there for just a second. So the manager had goals and she asked the team members how they could help achieve the goals. Correct. Wow. I mean, this is just me talking out loud. Yeah, fire away. If team members are coming up with the solutions to reach the goals, do you think they're more apt to prove to you how good their solutions are? I usually don't argue with my own data. So yes, I would say that's what's going to happen is if it's my idea, it's my energy behind my idea. I want to prove me right. That's amazing. And I love it. So I'm going to wrap this one up. You ready? If Drew and Sam were able to get into a time machine, either a HG Wells machine or a Marty McFly DeLorean, we would go back in time and we would tell younger us, before you start any chef, look at every single team member that's coming in, assign them their primary role, put your aces in their places first, give them a secondary role, and make sure that they've got an adequate amount of side work to keep them busy and keep the store on track for the entire shift. While that shift is going on, make sure that you are constantly reminding them of what their primary, secondary, and side work is so that when the store is busiest, the work is easiest. Did I, did I wrap that one up okay? That is it exactly. Spend minutes planning to save seconds later. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Gang, I think out of the 102 episodes we've done, this one should give you some stuff that you can go and take action on right away and see some immediate results, much like Drew saw in Seattle just a few weeks ago. The changes, they can be had. You just got to have a plan. And I think, uh, Drew, you've done a wonderful job spelling out a plan that they can do. Thank you, Sam. 
since you did a fabulous recap, I assume you want me to board this boat? No, dock the boat? Take it home. All right, fabulous. Hold on, let me get back into a smooth jazz groove for a second. Oh, Lord. Um, this has been another exhilarating episode of Drew and Sam Talk Training. If you have not already liked us, followed us, or subscribed, you should do so immediately. Because if you could send a picture of said liking, following, or subscribing, we would send you a wonderful pin that you could wear on your hat. This has been Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. And I'm struggling to decide which voice I want to use. And gosh darn it, Jeremy Hill, if you were here right now, I would have the donkey take us out. But uh, I am Sam with Foster Consulting, just practically peeing myself listening to Smooth Jazz Drew. Thanks so much, you guys. You've been you know, great as always. Go out there, sell more pizza. And as we do, have more fun. Bye-bye. Who's here?